definitely heard that because I heard that. <laughs> yes. Uh, you can reduce the volume now. Yes. Uh, monitoring is low. Monitoring is on. Recording is on. I'm going to have the window open to the left just in case it breaks. Okay. You are ready. I'm a man of efficient, um, f- efficient <laughs> force of nature is what I am. <laughs> We've nailed the process down after what two and a half months. That's what we were discussing. Yeah, yeah. It it, it took a while, but now we're like efficient, uh, crazy podcasters. Oh, uh, happy Valentine's Day! Oh, happy, happy Valentine's, Valentine's Day, Day, Parth. Happy Valentine's Day to you. Welcome to a new episode of Sexy Time. Oh my God. <laughs> I thought there was consent involved in this stuff and I was not asked before any of this. Bart and Rathik hadn't spoken in a while. Both of them were stuck in their own freaking lives. One fine day they decided to speak. Rathik had a novel idea and said let's do this every week. Isn't that what friendship is? Every week we talk about life, our interests, or nothing at all. So come join us and be a fly on the wall. It's friendship time. <laughs> anyway, what were you saying? What we have lots to catch up on? Uh, yeah, lots to catch up on. But first of all, happy Valentine's Day. Happy yeah. Valentine's. You got a haircut, so you, you look nice. I gave myself a haircut. Ooh! See, wow. this is. Uh, it's not just podcasting we're getting better at. <laughs> we're getting better at life. Yeah. Uh, you know, I was doing all this podcast setup and I was I had uh, basically the entire process a little logged in at yeah. this point. And then I realized I'm turning into one of those guys from the YouTube videos where, you know, the YouTube videos which are like guys, people who have one podcast and then they only talk about the podcast. And yeah. it's like, if you're going to talk to me, I think even if you don't ask, I will find a way to make the conversation <laughs> about my podcast. Hey, man, you're just increasing the impact of your value <laughs> in every conversation. <laughs> what, what, where have you been mentioning the podcast? Have you had like instances where oh this has happened? Oh my God, where have I not been mentioning it? It's like... Any conversation we have, I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah. We've spoken about this on an episode of, you know, friendshiptime.com. Yeah. Here's the link. Here's the link. Uh, <laughs> Make sure you follow and listen to everything. And, I just yeah. have like a little post-it with frndshiptime.com <laughs> on it. And I just like post awesome. it on people's refrigerators whenever I go to their houses. I think it's time for merch, Parth. We need to like... <laughs> Have like friendshiptime.com uh, hoodies and we should like wear them. And the hoodies will have the artwork on them. So we'll be wearing ourselves. Ah, well, beautiful. this is not how I <laughs> wanted my Valentine's Day to begin. But well, <laughs> here we are. Here we are. Another episode, another weekend. Uh, I've got some interesting stuff planned. Uh, which, I mean, interestingly, we started talking about process when we began. So... Uh, that's going to come up. But before that, mm-hmm. I heard the episode on the ideal weekend. Really good stuff, man. And the the weekend loops are really, really turning out to be nice now. Yeah, I mean, they're getting better, right? I, I'm glad you liked the episode, first of all. It was like, my favorite part about the episode was that it was 
it was like relaxing strangely it was like super relaxing cuz we were talking about relaxing i think <laughs> <laughs> and that subconsciously made me like very relaxed <laughs> yeah uh, even i i think this was the most relaxed edit i've had um oh yeah you know yeah. what was fun uh just hmm, tell me slight side tangent is that yeah uh, this uh past week i had four days of work like monday through thursday and now i have a four day weekend which is friday through monday and i was editing this during that time and i got so many ideas of what to do with my four day weekend but <laughs> <laughs> awesome yes and i'm glad you like the weekly loop um i'm it's getting better i'm i'm excited for the fourth one um yeah i i think the one in the episode was number 2 and there is a number 3 out there somewhere and number 4 is going to be really fun to make you'll get a sneak peek okay. you know it awesome that's that's something i'm excited about but why i brought the weekends up is i have had like a less than ideal weekend i think oh no um, i mean not in the not in a bad sense it was like so i i was listening to the episode and i was thinking about uh, the weekend i am having and it was like really strange because <laughs> it was one of those weekends where i'm doing things that i'm really enjoying and but then i don't have the time to sort of relax so i'm now heading into a monday which i'm not looking forward to ah uh... yeah so i mean what basically happened is what i was out on saturday like the entire day yeah um and we had like this college reunion like class reunion basically uh which was super nice like i met a lot of my friends after four years because the last we met was in college and then everybody's gone and done all kinds of cool things and now i got to meet a bunch of them and of course like some of the friends i met were people i've been meeting quite often uh but there were like other people who it was nice to meet but like the entire day just went by doing that <laughs> um and then i just slept off when i came home um and then today was okay i got some time to relax so we're recording on a sunday for anybody listening and now then then we have this to sort of do some kind of like mm, what's the week going to be yeah. like so may maybe maybe i should i could probably experiment with a weekend wednesday this time so. oh there we go <laughs> yeah, i was so going I was to like, say it's time for a stress day off but i was like oh yeah, yeah. That, that's actually a much better idea of doing it yeah i mean if it gets too much i can always take that plus I, like i'm there's not too much work on my plate right now cuz um we're almost like hitting like a milestone in terms of the project we're working on so let's see i mean i'm not, it's not that bad plus i was feeling like shitty 2 3 hours ago but now i'm talking to you so i'm feeling oh. good about life again <laughs> <laughs> happy valentine's day <laughs> it is a happy valentine's day so <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway um so yeah that's basically the weekend stuff i wanted to talk about anything you have to mention before we jump into things uh not really when i when i think of my weekend oh my weekend has been a little bit of the opposite so far so this is day 3 of my weekend with yeah. one more to go <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'm not jealous at all. <laughs> <laughs> I remember on Thursday which was the day, you know, which when my weekend began this time out, I was just so all working from home. My me yeah. and my sister and her roommate and 
I got done with my work around 2 p.m. because I work on East Coast time. And that was it, right? Thursday, 2 p.m. and my weekend began. And I just lied down on the couch and I was kind of teasing them like, oh, oh, looks like you guys have one and a half (laughs) more days of work left while I am so relaxed. And I was doing these audible sighs, like I was just blanket on the sofa and I was like, ah, so relaxed. And then before I knew it, I just like ended up napping for five hours. I was out 3 p.m. to 8 p.m. And then I woke up and they were like, this is what you get. This is what you get for relaxing too much. (laughs) Oh, my God. That's that's hilarious. (laughs) And then uh, last night I got to watch a really nice stand up special, which uh, is called uh, Three Mics. It's by Neil Brennan. I think you should watch it. Um, it's on. Is it, is it on Netflix? It is on Netflix. It's a really okay. cool concept where there's this guy. I mean, Neil Brennan is a very uh, accomplished writer. He he wrote for Dave Chappelle and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And the concept behind the show is that there's three mics on stage uh, instead of just the one, and each mic okay. is dedicated to one thing. So. The leftmost mic is for one-liners only. The rightmost mic is for normal stand-up comedy. And the middle mic is where he talks about sad stuff. And when he talks about sad stuff, he is not trying to get jokes in there. He just talks about sad stuff. Oh, wow. That sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah, the show will make you happy. It will make you sad. It will make you laugh but probably make you sad a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Highly recommend. Yeah, I watch like really like less amount of stand-ups. Although I love stand-up, I should really like hit you up more for like recommendations because I feel like you do watch a fair amount of stand-up comedy specials. So yeah, this is a good good one to start with. I mean, I don't know, might watch it tonight. Let's see. Yay! Um, No, you you need to reset and relax. (laughs) No, now I'm at a point where like... Okay, I've done. Sunday's done now. Now I, now, <laughs> this is my way to re- reset and relax. I'm excited for this episode. Um, yeah, let's, let's get let's... into it. There's like a, there's like a, you know how there's a stress in doing an episode where you know last week I, quote unquote, did the episode. There yeah. is also a little bit of stress in being the audience for an episode because I'm worried. Am I gonna have anything to say? Am I am I mm. smart enough to contribute to this <laughs> conversation? No, I get it. I get it. I get it. There's like it's it's quite mixed, and I guess this is a good way to talk about the format of the show also. Which I mean, we're ten episodes in. We don't have to mention it every time. But basically, I am the one who came with the topic today. Path has no idea what I'm going to talk about, and that's how this sh- we do it around here. Last week it was Path, like you mentioned. Um, and that, that's, that's basically the structure of the show, but to what you said, um, I can definitely see what you mean. Like when you're the person not presenting, so like you in this case, there's definitely a part of you, which is relaxed. Cause you're like, okay, I don't have to do any prep, but also what you said, <laughs> <laughs> it's also like you're going in blank. So yeah. there's like this stress of, um, not knowing what what will be thrown at you it's performance anxiety this is not the performance anxiety i thought i'd get on valentine's day but here (laughs) we are (laughs) so okay given that is valentine's day i think this particular topic you will not have any performance anxiety with 
because we are going to be talking about frictionlessness in processes. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I've decided to call it. And uh, been there, done that. <laughs> yeah, and this is something which has come up because we've obviously talked about this a lot in the show before. It's come up every now and then. But also, I know you're a fan of this, and like over when we were doing friendship time without friendship time being a podcast yeah we talked about this a lot like we were doing life type friendship time yeah it, it it's called being friends without having a podcast that's what it's called no you can only be friends if you have a podcast part come yeah, on well, yes that is true <laughs> but anyhow uh so yeah generally um why this is a topic is uh, a couple of weeks back, I was just randomly going through my day and I had like a moment of, you know, I had a shower thought without being in the shower. Generally, my mind went, had, had this these rush of emotions and I suddenly felt like, man, these processes I've created my, for myself, they, they just make my stuff I do so much easy for me. And like, isn't that like the most awesome thing ever? And like, I went to my Google Keep and I wrote down these notes about how frictionlessness is so awesome. And like reducing frictions from system is like the best thing I do. (laughs) And it was like this rant kind of thing I wrote down. And that's just like the, I love, love the feeling of this. And like, for starters, I want you from, want to know from you, what's your experience been generally whenever you've been in a situation where you like felt this feeling which i'm trying to describe i don't know if like, oh, yeah. it's coming through though no 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 I, I i know the exact feeling you're talking about um it's a lot like it's a lot like code reuse it's a lot like you know writing a function and then yes. never having to write the function again but yes, yes all you yes. have to do is put in the input and you get the output but hmm. you don't have to write the code again that's what frictionless in processes really is that you just have this piece of code or the system in your life and all you have to do now is plug in the inputs and you just know what's going to happen it it frees up a lot of attention it frees up a lot of time and uh, frictionless and processes just means that you know there's less obstacles between you and what you want to do which yeah. automatically makes it a lot easier to do it so it's interesting that you bring up code because i think that's where this originates for me as well i mean um i probably saw this happening in like programming for the first time and then it sort of happened to creep into life basically mm-hmm. uh, but do you have like a similar story was it like code for you as well in terms of this this idea of building processes that reduce friction in things that you're doing does it originate from code for you also or is it like did you saw, did you see it on youtube or somebody told you about it is there like a story there which i'm not aware of uh i think the way we spoke about last week i think it was just a lot of experience right because mm. i thought it was a good idea to begin with i'm sure you know the same way none of my ideas are original there was something that plugged it into my head but then yeah. over time with experience i've kind of built it into what it is now where one click on an app will give me the entire process of what i need to do in order to get something done it's it's more experiential for you and i get that like if i'm understanding you correctly it's because so you do these things while obviously navigating life and when you do them enough you start seeing patterns emerge yeah and then 
you feel like you can optimize certain things to make things faster for you precisely and 100% and 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 the cool thing about this is when you see these patterns emerge whether that is in doing something creative or whether that is in doing something at your job or anything the next time that you do this thing you have to spend less resources thinking about what the next step is because you've already done it once you've already yeah. done it once so why do it again uh, uh, the, uh, another thing that i so this is you know when you said this is something that i probably wouldn't have performance anxiety talking about is because i talk about this so much another <laughs> thing that in the past i've realized see i know is, you so well pa <laughs> i'm i'm your true valentine it's a, it's a good valentine today now this is going to be a little esoteric but go for it i know that you will understand this of all people which okay. is cool haskell haskell is a purely functional programming language Mm-hmm. When I first studied Haskell for fun, which is a weird thing to say. No wonder I'm yeah. single on Valentine's Day. <laughs> When I first just picked up Haskell just to read up on it, uh the yeah. concept of partial application, do you remember yes. what that is? I do. This is what it is. So for anyone who doesn't know what partial application is, it's you have a function where you can have multiple variables thrown in. So what you do is you pass in let's say you have three variables that you can plug into this function. You pass in two and then you just hold the whole thing as a separate function of its own. Yeah. Where you have like you know the the foundation is already laid in. So you just move the house around with the foundation and then you build the first floor instead of trying to build up a new house from the foundation. Exactly. I was going to say that let's not talk about it in terms of a function and maybe take like a example that everybody could understand. But I think I think the the house example works. Or, a, or an even lesser esoteric example is just cooking, right? I mean, so let's say you make a burrito bowl or something and it has five elements that need to go into it. So let's say you're making it from scratch so you need to make the five elements then combine them and then you have your dish but let's say you just have three of them already sitting in your fridge so now you only need to make two and now you have a perfectly nice burrito bowl <laughs> but anyway coming back to uh, why are we talking about haskell in the first place you started this <laughs> i am sorry i am sorry <laughs> yeah so you were reading about haskell and partial application and that's that's basically kind of like what pattern matching we are talking about yeah, in terms of yeah. um like creating frictionless processes basically so when you think about frictionless processes you've done what was you've done uh, unbox which is you know my favorite podcast on the planet uh followed only by friendship time followed by friendship time and now you're doing this so you've done mm. maybe around 18 to 20 podcast episodes in total wow yeah you're right right so it's crazy i want to ask you have you developed a process that over this time from you know unbox episode 1 to now where you see it being just a lot easier to make podcasts now than it was back in 2019 18 most definitely <laughs> <laughs> yeah most definitely uh, actually like i was talking to a friend i think this week only and she was just generally asking me about 
this whole podcast thing because i've done like two podcasts now and like people are aware of that so it i was just reflecting on this and yeah it, it's so much easier now it's kind of insane and a lot of it is obviously practice because i've like done it so many times now and but when i started like i knew nothing mm-hmm. um like i remember i started doing when i was editing before i was using garage band i wasn't even using like logic and i remember that switch from garage band to logic and obviously garage band and logic are pretty similar tools but like you can there's still like um an audible improvement <laughs> and uh, the stuff you can do with logic is like so much more than what you can do with garage band yeah so yeah i have these processes in place now and i'm sure you've like edited so many episodes now so you probably have like a process coming up as well um with these so i think the point here i think we what we both coming to is if you're doing something so many times you you're likely to notice patterns and stuff you're doing and that is like an opportunity to uh, reduce friction yeah which i think is a good segue into my question which was basically going to be um how does how do you how how does one even like approach this if somebody if somebody's listening to this and they're not really cognizant of this happening or like doing or making like small shortcuts for themselves to um like get that job work to become easier for them um what are like have you noticed any specific moments that you look out for when you feel like okay hey this is okay i need to optimize now yeah yeah no definitely i have so uh, so when when you start to do anything if you see a repetitive thing evolve you know processes by definition are a little repetitive what i mean is making one weekly loop for example is a very mm. similar process to making another weekly loop so when i made my first weekly loop i didn't know i i kind of knew what i was doing but there was a lot of thinking involved at each step about what the next step will be right and now there isn't any thinking involved in what the next step is because i've done it so that's a part of it is experience but the other part which comes back to processes is and this is one of my favorite things to think about these days is templating so you mm. template stuff you throw stuff right. into a template so that your brain has to do as little thinking as possible when thinking about what the next thing is going to be so these days all i do in order to make a piece of music is i just open up that template i click on new song and then it tells me what to do but it's not the software telling me what to do it's me from the past telling me what to do yeah you would not would not be able to make the template without first actually struggling to actually figure the template out yeah yeah so i think that's a good analogy of like you from p- the past telling you what you have to do in the future <laughs> yeah so so the idea with frictionless processes is that you did the friction once or twice you've you've done mm. it you've you've done it the hard way mul- multiple times and now you're just telling yourself in the future like hey i've done it this way i've i've realized this is not the way to do it and this is the way to do it and next time you don't need to think twice about any of this like all you have to do is open up this piece of this template or this document and it will give you check boxes about what to do next 
I guess when it comes to, you know, trying to apply it in a more general fashion, I would say if I gave you, if I told you, Ratik, that, hey, you're going to go to the Maldives for a vacation when this pandemic is over. First of all, better be happy. (laughs) Second of all, if I tell you, (laughs) if I tell you start packing now, so then it involves you having to think about, oh, you know, Maldives, weather will be like this, this will be like that. So I pack this, I I should also pack that. I guess I should also backward planning, right? Yeah, backward planning. Or, or I could say, hey, you're going to the Maldives and here's a checklist of your packing list. Like these are the things you need to keep. Yes. Because if 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 I'm like a if I'm like a frequent traveler, then I know like the kind of things I want to take. So yeah. I make that check checklist, for example, and then I can just use that checklist to back for every trip I take. And obviously, it can have like some alterations based on where I'm going, what the weather is. Sure. But that checklist will be so helpful. It's the bedrock. Absolutely right. It's, it's the foundation of what you do. So it it takes a lot of the thinking off of your plate, um, and it puts it. You've you've thought it through once. You don't need to think it through again. Yeah. Find those opportunities, like I would say to anybody listening to this, like if whatever task you're trying to do, find once you've done it a few times, just sit and think about what you can optimize and make make a template or make a checklist so that it's easier for you the next time you have to do that task again, basically. Even grocery shopping. Yeah, anything. You can do this with anything, which is, again, um, another great segue. This conversation is like super flowy <laughs> today for some reason. We're, we're It's Valentine's Day. <laughs> yeah, we're in sync. <laughs> so one thing I wanted to talk about is generally the, the categories or like the realms where you can apply like frictionlessness uh, procedures, basically. So what we talked about is we touched a lot upon like the digital space so obviously stuff you could do on your computer for example creating a template or like a grocery list is like an example of doing it in a more analog fashion mm-hmm. but it's still um it's, it's you can also be making your grocery lists on your phone for example yeah, yeah but another realm that i feel like this is useful in is like more physical spaces so this is something uh, I have really been enjoying. So again, a throwback to what we've been talking over the last couple of weeks. Generally, my this whole desk setup thing, which is like going very well for me. I have like like a monitor now and it's hooked up to my work computer and it's set. So what I started noticing is like when I'm when I wake up in the morning and obviously I finish off my morning routine. Um, it's because this setup is just there always and it's all i need to do is just turn the monitor on Mm -hmm. and i'm i can start working yeah so this has reduced a lot of friction in in whatever i was trying to do and obviously the benefit i have is i have currently have two laptops so i have like one for all my side projects and personal stuff so for example i'm recording on that right now but this other laptop which i'm primarily using for work is like just hooked up to this monitor for example so it's enabling me to just wake up and get into this work mode very quickly. Yeah. So yeah. this is one way I, I notice this frictionlessness creeping into like a physical space. Another thing I've like exp- experimented with over the years is um, just to um, like obviously 
people say that it's good to start your mornings with like a glass of water mm. it's like good for your digestive system basically hydration so <laughs> yeah hydration's always nice it's yeah good good to be hydrated hydro r slash hydro homies <laughs> <laughs> so what i what i did was i started to sleep with like a glass of water on, on my table which is like next to my bed it's like a super common thing people recommend um like so i wake up the glass of water is there so i it's it's like i can just pick it up and have it yeah this is exactly what uh you know frictionlessness is it's it's environment design i guess yeah, when, when exactly. you say when you say applying frictionless process thinking to your physical space it's environment design so james clear uh, you've read atomic habits right i haven't okay so the atomic habits which is this super popular book it one of the yeah. main things that it talks about is environment design and how just changing up your environment is the least intensive easiest way to get started to do something it requires zero thinking zero anything just design your environment in a way that it makes it easier to do the things you want to do and tougher to do the things that you don't want to do it's interestingly like i haven't read atomic habits but this is something i kind of figured out on my own because again from i i saw a pattern where i i was not having that glass of water because there was just friction between me waking up and actually having that glass of water yeah so i thought hey maybe just leave the water next to where you wake <laughs> yeah, up yeah 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 another like water related thing i do is it's a sipper it has a straw in it um, oh and this is like super weird and like okay shout out to mom for this tip <laughs> but um, i realized that if you have a bottle with you with a straw in it you're more likely to drink from it than actually like a bottle for example where you have to like open the uh, cap of it and then actually drink it yeah, yeah yeah because it's just the the there's less friction if you think about it in just sipping from a straw yeah than pouring a glass of water and having it and like this is something i noticed in terms of like physical uh, frictionlessness so my question to you is do you have any things that you do like in like the physical realm. Yeah, yeah, um, no. Like I gave you a couple of examples. So if you have any, let's let's Yeah, I have I I have a lot, but I think two of them particularly come to mind. The first yeah, is Yeah, give me two then. And I think I'm not sure whether I, I'm sure you will see you've also done this probably. I don't know. So <laughs> the thing so, so your main instrument, musical instrument of choice is the piano, right? Yeah, like mine is like the guitar. I know where this is going. Yeah, so <laughs> guitars can be either put away into a bag or it can be put on a stand. So I bought a guitar stand, and since then I've just been using my guitar a lot more. This is been, on. This is in my notes. Part, yeah, so. I've been doing that so much more. And the other thing I think when it comes to frictionlessness, and this I feel like if I bring this up, we are going to get into a fight of sorts. But ah, uh, <laughs> it, it must be done for the podcast. um coffee like you and i drink a drink some coffee like you you feel a lot more passionate about it than i do but i'm also kind of getting into it yeah i i wouldn't call myself a coffee snob if yeah you're not you're not a coffee snob whatsoever uh so i got the aeropress 
recently and yes so airbus gang represent gang represent so a couple of things that i think about so the aeropress needs like and any kind of coffee brewing method needs ground coffee in it so you can either Correct. so what when i first came here to san francisco what we were doing was we have a coffee grinder here so every morning just wake up grind some coffee put it into the thing make the cup of coffee and it's yay wow yay happy days uh eventually even though we get it like we get the benefits of having fresh ground coffee and stuff like that but we just got pre-ground and it just made my sister and i a lot more likely to make that cup of coffee in 2 minutes instead of 3 and a half you know what i mean like that that no, can be absolutely. the difference i buy only pre-ground just saying well so, then then you're just a little b word is what you are <laughs> <laughs> no so i have experience with beans and uh, <laughs> friendship time out of context <laughs> I have experience with beans. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Um we yeah, are like I was saying I I did get beans a bunch of times and I grounded and completely agree with you. I'm on the pre-ground train. Yeah. Um although like I know I can tell a difference. Um so what I've realized is sometimes I buy be- like pre-ground coffee and it'll last me for like a month for example. Um and towards the end of the month I can tell a difference in taste compared to when i just got the pre-ground coffee mm-hmm. so then i feel like hmm, that's why beans are cooler because you can you don't lose that sure um but i'm okay to like that's a trade-off i'm willing to make yeah but but the cool thing is that's that this trade-off applies in this particular example but i think in 99 of environment design things there is no trade-off there's no trade-off in you already having your computer plugged into your monitor Right. Yeah, 100%. There is there are only positives. Stonks, man. Stonks. 100%. And like I'm trying to do this like right now my podcasting setup is like pretty absurd. Yeah. You can't see this but path can. Yeah. So I'm I'm slowly making my way to like a place where I just have my mic connected all the time and I can't wait for like to feel that frictionlessness in my veins. <laughs> <laughs> this episode out of context. Oh my god. <laughs> I have experience with beans. I cannot wait to feel the frictionlessness of this process. <laughs> As it should be on 14th of February. But hey, I just noticed it's 15th of February now here. <laughs> They don't need to know that. <laughs> But anyway, uh so yeah, this was like just physical spaces is something I I've been thinking about. Uh, obviously, we talked about digital spaces a lot and you've mentioned templates as a very nice way to do that. Um and like a way I have been doing it in like digital spaces is it's interesting so i've i've been using spark as my email client for, yeah i don't know do you use spark i uh, know but i've heard of it yeah so it's it's like it's nothing super amazing or anything but one thing i really enjoy about it is it's a unified calendar so what it basically does is and i would say like something like apple calendar could do this for you as well but spark just looks better in my opinion so what it does is it it has my work and personal calendars in the same calendar okay. um and just like a small little thing like this makes it so easy for me to like plan my weeks or just look at my life from like a birds eye perspective mm-hmm. so i can just open this one screen 
and I see everything. Okay, I have a recording on Saturday. I have this friend's birthday here, this work thing here. And like, it's just one of those things where I have, I just did it by accident and I've fallen in love with it. Yeah. And yeah. it's reducing so much friction in the things I'm doing. Yeah. Um, when it comes to, you know, uh, I think when we speak about environment design and just making things making it easier to do the things that you want to do and tougher to do the things that you don't want to do. I think that is the core principle behind UI UX design. I'm sure if we had a designer on as a guest sometime, it would be a cool question to put to them where... Oh yeah, that's that's a good idea. Yeah, it's essentially just human-computer interaction the entire... I, I mean, I don't know, but... Uh, from what I've spoken to uh, with HCI design, HCI people is that 90% of the job is making the default uh, choice the choice that they want you to make. Right. You know what I mean? I know. So I don't do LinkedIn very often, but I have notifications on for you. Happy Valentine's Day. <laughs> um, and I saw that you shared this post about... Uh, how it was easier about the trust it builds in a company based on how easy it is to unsubscribe from the service. So so it's, you know, Spotify, uh, it it makes it kind of easier for you to unsubscribe than other companies. So if you try to unsubscribe from Amazon or delete your account, there are at least a hundred steps involved. So yeah, there line landmines everywhere. Yeah, so that just automatically makes it less likely that you will unsubscribe. Whereas Spotify, yeah, it's makes a dark it, pattern. It's, it's a, dark a dark pattern. pattern. Yeah, and that's really what environment design is. Like, if you create dark patterns for yourself, and if you make the default choice that you would make a choice that you want to make. Ooh then that's 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 quite a parallel you've drawn i kind of love this yeah uh and <laughs> good one but <Bart>. like <laughs> yes the, I, no performance anxiety this time out <laughs> but that's no, really no, what it is snaps and claps for you <laughs> <laughs> that's really what it is is basic ui design where you are the user your life is the interface and you just yeah. want to make the default choices the ones that you want to make a, a, a cool way to think about this is, and I've done this before, is just on your phone, like the home screen, depending on the apps you put on there, it'll make you more or less likely to do certain things. Yeah, 100%. Like if I take um, Google Keep out of your default thing and I put in an Evernote thing in there, might be more likely to start using Evernote. Or, mm, or for example, yeah. if I just delete the YouTube app from your phone, and the only way you have to get to YouTube is to, you know, go through Chrome and then open m.youtube.com and then watch a video. That simple step of addition. So as soon as I make the default tougher for you, you are less likely to do the thing. Yeah. So, so what, I'm, what, I'm, what I'm getting from this is like, we're talking a lot about reducing friction, but there are places where you might want to increase friction as well. Yes, yes. Just if you want to make a behavior on your part more likely to happen, reduce the friction required to do it. If you want to make a behavior on your part less likely to happen, increase the friction in getting to do it. Yeah, or in terms of what the HCI folks like to say, for things where you want to 
reduce friction, create light patterns for yourself. Yeah. And where you want to increase friction, create those dark patterns. Yeah. And it, it's what design is. It's what design. Design. Is. Of, this is like an amazing, unexpected parallel. I love this show, Parth. <laughs> I love this. I love doing this with you. Happy Valentine's Day. <laughs> Happy Valentine's Day, everybody. It, it is sexy time. <laughs> Yeah, so much love on this show today. Um, just one more thing I had written down. It's it's like a weird thing I'm doing these days. It's again one of these uh, frictionless tactics that I've taken, like adopted. Um, so you know how Goodreads, uh, they have this rating scale, um, which is like one means you did not like the thing, two means it was okay, three means it was good, uh. Four means it was really good, and five means it was amazing. Yeah, I really like that rating system. Um, I think it it you it it's the most balanced rating system I've seen. Um, and I was, I mean, I don't have any reason for this. It's just like probably personal taste. Um, because what do you mean I, by balance? What I basically mean is, um, I, okay, this is actually a design thing. I like that Goodreads shows you what the stars mean when you hover over it. Oh, right, right. So, you know, a lot of websites, if they might have a rating system, but it's very arbitrary what every star means. So, of course, it's a relative scale of like things like likeness, basically, how, how much you like something. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, one is less than five. But what do these stars actually mean? So personally, I feel like Goodreads does a very good way, good job of showing you what like a star could possibly mean. So you, it's easier for you to uh, rate things. It it makes the decision making process easier by reducing friction. Yeah. Um. If if you want to put it that way. So what I've been doing is I really like the system. So I just uh made a note in my Google Keep which just has what every star means in it. And uh, I'm use I also use Letterboxd for like tracking movies I'm watching, mm-hmm. and obviously like the other places where you have to rate things all over the internet. Uh, you can rate podcasts if you're <laughs> listening to podcasts. Oh my god, <laughs> sell out, <laughs> sell out! That was the longest segue to a plug I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> genius! This man is a genius. <laughs> Um, but what I was saying is that um, I find my I found myself going to Goodreads to see what the stars mean a lot. So the simplest thing I did was I just created a note in my Google Keep, and now I can just refer to that note when I want to refer to this rating system. And it's like the weirdest, most simplest thing, but it's also reducing fiction. And that's like the point I'm trying to drive here, basically. Okay, yeah. No, no, I see. I see what you're saying. Um, Par thinks I'm a crazy man, everybody. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and that, that's a good point to finish this week's episode. <laughs> Before he starts thinking his podcast host has gone nuts. <laughs> yeah, no, no. You know, design principle applying design principles to life is really kind of uh like you know when you say reducing friction or increasing friction in processes it applies to everything every single thing yeah uh behavioral change on your part or whether you're trying to do designing of uh 
you know technical project or whether you're trying to create um uh like code based projects or stuff like that it's yeah, just if, or if you're like building habits building habits behavioral change or creative stuff so as soon as you just make doing things easier for you suddenly you are more likely to do them i think we already spoke about this but another example you said goodreads and i was thinking about two or three examples that came into my head um first of all whatsapp when they first launched the reply to a text feature they right. realized that not a lot of people were using it because it required you to hold down the message and then click the thing uh click a button yeah on top now yeah. all you have to do is like swipe on a message and you can do it and now a lot more people just start replying to to texts in particular uh and the second thing and this is something cool about you know friendship time that we can refer to backlogged episodes is mm-hmm. if you remember on episode 3 which was the one about where we spoke about how to keep in touch with friends better yes a really big thing that we touted discord for was how it reduced the friction between you wanting to talk to someone and you being able to talk to yes. them yes it's one click instead of uh scheduling and you calling yeah, instead of like and four or five clicks up. yeah yeah so of course four or five clicks sounds like nothing but when you compare it to one click it is a 400% increase quick maths yes quick maths <laughs> <laughs> so yeah i don't know those are just two of the examples that i came up with no that, that's great i think we we we've, we've covered a lot of ground i think over the last 40 50 min- minutes we have been talking and and we gave you like a bunch of examples of stuff we are doing so you can you can take ideas from that and if you have your own ideas about like things you're doing we'd love to hear them and uh, a good way to do that is getting in touch with us which you can do on our instagram and twitter now which is both at friendship time or we also have like an email which parth is going to tell you about yes we have we have an email inbox it's been open since day one of the podcast uh, pretty simple to remember friendshiptime@gmail.com that's f r n d shiptime at @gmail.com if you want to listen to previous episodes that we've mentioned today for example the the getting in touch with people would probably be a good follow up on this you can just go to friendshiptime.com that's f r n d shiptime.com to listen to all of the previous episodes and if on this valentines day you are feeling uh generous you can leave us a review on apple podcast yeah like segways today man just so <laughs> on point it's a frictionless um, conversation yeah it's flowing without it's looped up sorry <laughs> i thought we agreed last week that this is a pg13 podcast it is pg13 loop is for everyone <laughs> don't take that out of context i hate this i hate this episode <laughs> okay i have experienced uh, beans <laughs> <laughs> okay like like pad was saying um so what we've been uh, So the the show is available on Apple Podcasts and I think that's the only platform which allows people to actually leave reviews. So we would love it that if you are listening to the show every week and you like what you hear, um log on to like Apple Podcasts and give us a rating. You can use the Goodreads scale if you want Whee! to drop the rating 
and you can also leave a, leave a small comment for us uh, if you feel like you want to and what we'll be doing is keeping an eye out on apple podcasts and if there are any reviews we might pick a review up every episode and read it live on air um, just just so we can like make this a thing on friendship time yeah and uh, if, if in case we don't see a review and you left one feel free to like screenshot it and send it to our instagram or twitter and that'll be like you'll reduce friction for us uh, <laughs> <laughs> for us to sort of pick that up and read it out on the show. So yeah, that was that was the last thing I had to talk about. Any parting words part before we wrap it up? Happy Valentine's Day to you. Happy Valentine's Day to everyone else. I know this is probably going to come out a week or two after Valentine's Day. So, you But know. we wish that you keep on loving till then. Yes, love is a verb, guys. Whether that is a romantic or non-romantic, show someone uh get them like a little brownie or a chocolate lava cake or something that being said i'm probably going to go buy one of those and we will leave you with that <laughs> yes have a nice weekend and we will see you next week bye bye